Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Kingdom Success? This is Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 316. 316. This will be actually my second time actually trying to do this episode. And this has been kind of on my heart, actually, as of late. Um, I'm actually, again, reading through the Bible. Um, I decided to go back through and read through the um, the whole entire Bible, again, using the Bible recap uh, and as the devotional. But I also decided to add a little bit where that I was able to t- kind of take my time and read through the in- entire New Testament um, itself. Because last year, whenever I went through the entire Bible, um, I felt like that when we got into the New Testament, uh, golly, we did the New Testament probably in less than three months. And uh, just was at a really a blistering pace. And really, you just didn't get a chance to really you know, meditate and really kind of dig into the word uh, during that time. So I decided to do that uh, as well. But uh, as always, you know, I'm always doing Proverbs. Um, uh, and so that's that's always something. That I'm actually getting a little bit out of Proverbs, so I might actually do an episode here soon on Proverbs as well. But I wanted to talk to you a little bit, guys. <clears throat> so I've been, I went back, I just felt prompted to go back and re-listen to um, what is the the book? Uh, hang on one second. Let me get the book up real quick. Uh, Revelation of Royalty by Bill Winston, and it's in actually chapter eight, where that uh, your royal inheritance or how to how to receive your royal inheritance. I think it, I know it's chapter eight because I've probably listened to this chapter about half a dozen times now, and I really feel strongly about this. Okay, I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read the statement from the book. And then I'm going to start driving and we'll jump into some things here and talk about this because this is near dear, near and dear to my heart. So here we go. This is Bill Winston talking right here, uh, a quote from his book. So sadly, most people today live in the some level of survival mode because they are hooked on toil and just try trying to stay alive mindset. To be provision-minded means to leave our royal assignment by the wayside. We prioritize paychecks over power, retirement benefits over the blessing of God. When money preoccupies your mind, the gifts that God placed inside of you go undeveloped. You don't value that part of your you don't value that part of your life. You are thinking only about money instead of focusing on your gifts. You focus on working on a job to meet your needs. Okay. So let's let's talk, guys, as we normally do. And I might, this might be like one out of a couple episodes that I do on this. I'm, I'm just not 100% sure yet 
how many episodes I'll do, but I know I'm going to do, maybe this will be one, but it might be two or three after this. I don't know. I almost kind of feel like I want to go through the word and show you guys, show you guys how that you do not have to, you, yeah, I'll say that you're not created to meet your own needs. Okay. I know that's, that's a pretty bold statement right there, but if we go back to what we talked about, as I've always said this in the garden, the garden of Gethsemane, garden of Eden is kind of our blueprint. It's our blueprint of how we should be functioning in this world. This is how God intended things to operate. And because of what Jesus did by dying on the cross, he not only gave us uh, eternal life, but he also restored us, restored us to how our, um, our, our being and doing should be here on this earth. All right. We don't want you to miss that. Jesus not only saved you from the pit of hell and so forth, but he also made you a child of the most high God. That means you became royalty, a royal priesthood. That means you are, you know, as a priest, you are a representative of God in the marketplace, but you're a royalty. And that means that all of your resources, all of everything you have, as far as, you know, money, power, influence, has already been given to you. It's already been laid up for you. And what most of us, and I know that I was, I, I'm, I'm, I've in the past have been guilty of it, is that we still have this inside of us, a toilsome or uh, getting by or survival mentality that has to be really eradicated from our subconscious, even our, all the way down to our subconscious mind. Because if we can get rid of this mindset, what it will do is it will allow us to flow in our assignment that God has purposed for us. Okay. So let me go back to what I was saying. In the garden, God gave Adam really three, three things, three things. One, he gave them fellowship. So first and foremost, where we always start is our fellowship with our heavenly father. That's what God gave Adam. So Adam was able to talk and walk and have communion with God. And that's what God wants. God wants us to always be in communion with him and never out of fellowship. You know, God went to great lengths. I'm actually reading right now in, in my Bible in a year. You know, God is going to great lengths with the children of Israel right now in the book of Exodus saying, hey, I want to dwell among you. I want to be among you. He's, he's going through this whole entire thing right now about the tabernacle and how they should be living and changing their ways from the, the, uh, these uh, pagan nations that don't follow God at all and don't want anything to do with God. So I say all that to say that God wants fellowships. So that's that's got to be first and foremost. I mean, again, 
you, you can look at uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, that, you know, that we are to seek his kingdom and his righteousness. That means, you know, his, his way of doing things and how he operates. You know, the Bible even talks about how that we're to imitate. So in order to imitate somebody, you've got to know that person. Okay. So I've harped on that subject enough. Then God comes along and gives Adam and gives you and I a specific assignment, a specific assignment. And that assignment is, is unique to you. It is nobody else on this earth has your assignment. Everything that has been created by God Almighty has a purpose. My earbuds that I'm talking through right now have a purpose. The automobile, uh, the, the Ford F-150 that I'm driving right now has a purpose. The, the iPhone that I'm talking on has a purpose. Everything, guys, has a purpose. Your eyes have a purpose. Your hands have a purpose. Everything has a purpose. You have a purpose. You have an assignment. And only you were given that assignment on the earth. But what happens is, okay, because what happened with Adam is Adam was going about his, his day because the third thing that God gave Adam was he gave him all the provision. He gave him all the resources, all the, all the things that he would need in order to accomplish his assignment. <clears throat> but unfortunately, whenever Adam fell, Adam fell <clears throat> and it caused, it caused this flip of the script where that now... Adam was sitting there chasing his own provision. <clears throat> and it, it goes in, it, here we go. I'll just go ahead and my first example that is in the Bible about Adam chasing his own provision. So when Adam and Eve both ate of the fruit, they realized that they were naked. All right? Now, instead, instead of going keeping the keeping the priorities keeping the things the, the the right way fellowshipping with his heavenly father instead he found himself to be afraid and ashamed and he decided hey i've got to go and cover myself up so here adam does what unfortunately a lot of us do we don't go and fellowship with our heavenly father first we actually go and chase provision, go out into the world and see how can I meet my needs? How can I get a bigger house? So I, maybe I need to go get a second job. How can I get out of this debt? Maybe I need to go and, you know, do Uber, uh, Uber eats during my lunch hour, uh, so I can make some extra cash. You know, it's all these things, not saying anything's are those, those are bad, but what I, what I'm getting at is you're, you're doing those things in the name of trying to meet your own needs. And you weren't created to meet your own needs. God is your creator. God is, God is, is your father. And just like me as a dad, I want to provide for my children. I want to provide for my family. There is an anointing on my life. I was talking to a friend of mine just the other day. He's a new 
a new uh, husband. He's got a family, and he came to us uh, just the other day. And you know, money's pretty tight. Uh, there there hasn't been a whole lot of money coming in, and he's he's getting a little anxious <clears throat> about things and having to take a lot of thoughts into captivity, and trying to you know maintain this. And I told him, I said, look. God has anointed you as a, as a husband, as a man of the household. He's anointed you to be the provider, to be able to go out there and bring money in. Now, I know that might fly in the face of a lot of, you know, females out there right now, okay? But there's nothing wrong with a female bringing money in. There's nothing wrong with that. But really how God set it up was God wants you, uh, God wants the man to be the provider and protector of the home. All right, moving on. Now, so Adam goes out and cuts his own fig leaves. He goes out and cuts his own, um, you know, provision for his, his, his need that he felt shameful about. Instead of going to his heavenly father, keeping the priorities right, God comes in the, into the picture and says, hey, man, where are you at? And what it, it's not that God was curious, like, hey, we're playing hide and go seek. Where are you at? No, 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 no. What God at was like, why have you fallen from, or why are you in a different position than the royal identity that I've given you? The little God, I'm the big God, you're the little God, I've given you dominion and authority over this area here. Now all of a sudden, you're, you're, you're afraid. What, what's changed? Who told you you were naked? Who told you you were naked? Now, that's very critical because, again, it goes back to that fellowship thing. Now, when you get to that point, when Adam got to that point, he finally came clean, blamed it, all these different things, you know, the Eve blamed it, whatever. Well, then God made his proclamation that, you know, you're going to have to eat from the, you know, uh, the ground and so forth like that. But then he, he does this thing about how he actually goes and um, kills an animal. God himself actually kills an animal and gives Adam the, the fur to cover him up. God actually provides for Adam. God does the sacrifice to atone for what Adam did so that God could enter in and be able to provide for that right there. So they're back into fellowship, and God is actually back into providing for Adam. I don't want you to miss that. Now, Adam, <clears throat> he obviously was kicked out of the garden, but he still, ha- he, still could, he still could have and still had fellowship with his Heavenly Father to be able to have his assignment. Gang, <clears throat> I know that it's 15 minutes have passed, but I hope you're understanding this. I mean... I was having a conversation just the other day with another gentleman and he was talking to me about, he's got a current job. It's a brand new job for him. It's in sales <clears throat> and he's, he's actually doing quite well in it. He, he realizes, you know, yes, you know, he's, he's making, he can have some good bonuses, but this is just, you know, something's not right. And he has a new opportunity that's come to him to where that he's able to go into another industry that he actually has passion for. And he feels in his heart led to do this. And he's actually gone, you know, prayerfully, you know, considered all this. And he had to have a conversation with me just saying, hey, Tyler, you know, I just want to run all this by you. 
I mean, this is kind of what I'm sensing, what I'm feeling, but you know, what's your thoughts? And I told the gentleman, I said, look, you know, you sound like that your heart and the way how God leads your heart, that you're <clears throat> wanting to go this. Yep. You're going to get a little bit bump in salary, but your bonuses might not be as large with this new organization, but it's going to be more geared towards the assignment that God has for you. Okay. And, you know, I believe the gentleman is probably going to accept that position uh, right out. Now, I can tell you guys that a lot of times, I mean, I just had another guy text me. Um, he went and he, he got let go of his, this one job he had. Uh, I think it, um, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it really didn't fit him. And now he, he and I'm not 100% sure about this other job that he's got his new job, but he's all excited about it because he just got a new job. I don't know whether or not this job, because he never really came to me or counseled me or talked it through. I don't know whether this job is his assignment or not. Maybe, maybe God was or, ordering the steps, moving things around, but he, he never, this gentleman never one time said, hey, man, I went before the Lord, or hey, you know, I, I've, I've been prayerfully thinking this through, and, but no, this is just the first thing that kind of popped up that was an opportunity to make money. And, and I even told the gentleman, let me prior the sales guy, I even told him, I said, Hey man, look, we don't make decisions based upon money. That is a big, big no, no. We don't make decisions based upon money. We make make big decisions based upon our assignment and the leading of the Lord, you know, the way you should go. Okay. So gang, I'm, I'm just telling you that <clears throat> you've got to go back to the source and get in fellowship with your Heavenly Father about what is the assignment He has on your life. Because He wants you to unearth the gifts that are inside of you. You might have the gift of leadership. Well, you might be put in an environment that you have to, you know, take the bull by the horns and help start leading a group of people. It might be uncomfortable for you, but God is unearthing that inside of you, that gift that's inside of you, that assignment He has. To usher in the kingdom. So, kingdom of success. I, I, I know I kind of ramble a little bit with all this, but again, you're not you were never created to meet your own needs. And I'm <clears throat> I, I'm definitely living proof of that. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, I'm God has how God is bringing money to me uh, is just a very interesting way. Never dreamed of being this way, but you know what? I just receive. And that might be my second, my second way, my second episode that I do because of that, what I just said about how I just, because that's really how you're supposed to do things. You are supposed to receive the provision, not from the job, but from your Heavenly Father. Yeah, the job might provide some things for you, but you can actually receive in other ways. And I might go into that here in my next episode. So, King Success. <clears throat> know that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper, you walk in divine health, the spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys, gang will catch you on the other side.